Welcome to my podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between being effective versus effective. So I just want to start off with this because those words get confused when it comes out of people's mouths and many of us don't know the difference between it. Effective has to do with a, a, an emotion. For example, it describes something that's been influenced by an, an emotion and it's in a result or an expression of emotion. Effective with an A. Effective, on the other hand, describes something that, that we do to produce a desired result. Now, effective people are the type of people that you want to be working with. They're the people that are out here making business happen. All of our daily activity is going to be gauged by how effective we are. And I know this. I know that uh, if I want to be a bit more effective than I was effective than I was the day before, then I, I got to do something a little bit different or I got to add something on or I got to make a, a, a slight change. So what I do to, in order each day to, to, to have really high effectiveness throughout the day, and this is in addition to you know doing goals and all those other things, but I'll wake up, uh, make sure that I stretch, meditate, think about the day, pray, and then I think, how can I be the most effective today? How can I be the most effective today? And then I, I start working my mind on the, that arena as opposed to just getting up and letting the day come at me. But ask yourself each and every day, how can I be more effective today than yesterday? As we go through our lives and as we're building our businesses, we find that many people just get up and they let the day run them. We're going to be talking about that today. I'm going to be also sharing with you six critical key things that you can do every single day to be more effective. So we're going to go through this. Many people, you know, they spend their lives uh, affected by circumstances, affected by circumstances. Thus, um, they just are in a position to just be effective. When we are effective, we find ourselves in a state of being that, that is more results-oriented. So it's a, it's a very close word, and in practicality, it's pronounced the same many times. It shouldn't be. It's effective versus effective. But what are we doing each day to be effective? And the answer might be in really taking a look at analyzing ourselves. At MLO, we talk about research, design, message, and then we go into action, engage, and grow. And if you think about utilizing that tool, um, when you're analyzing yourselves, this is a growing process. And that growing process will then allow you to start researching, you know, moves from the bottom or the, the, that one sixth piece, um, which is grow, grow internally, grow your business, grow your referral base, grow, grow, grow. How we do that internally around the word effectiveness is first is to take some time and analyze ourselves, analyze our day. And what are the results that we're really putting in or on the board at the end of each day? Are we happy with that? And if not, why not? So by going through this process and, 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 and working through uh, the research, the design, and the message phase, and then delivering that message to ourselves, it can begin to help us process 
the de- development of what we're going to be doing on a, on, a, on a daily basis. I call it daily method of operation, uh, you know, to get the actual desired result. So working on growth by conditioning ourselves for success, that all obviously takes discipline. It's small steps daily. It equals great leaps over time. But that conditioning is much like working toward that goal, it gives us the ability to be more so that we can handle more, so that we can achieve more. So you don't have to work more, but become more effective at the actual work that you are doing. I had an investor that I was working with many years ago on a project, and we were t- I was talking about working all the time and, and, and just the amount of time that I was spending in, in this business that we were working on. And he asked me a question and he said, how effective do you think you are? And I, and I hadn't really thought about it at that point in time. And I know that effectiveness is always something that I've strived for, but I hadn't really thought about my day, I hadn't analyzed my day. And from that point on, I really began to understand um, the identity of the roles that I was playing each day and I began to really start to look at how effective I was being with all of the work that I was doing. And so being effective can be as simple as staying on the right side of the line. And I say that, I mean, you know, producing income type producing activities or gen- revenue generating activities versus non-income producing activities. In your business, you're going to want to do this. You're going to want to take all the all the things that you do on a daily basis, as you analyze your business, as you analyze your day, write down in, in two columns. Is this an activity that I do to generate income or is this an activity that I do that does not produce income? And you'll know what I'm talking about as you look at each one of the activities that you're doing each day. Now, we do a whole nother session on time management and scheduling your time and how to be very effective with that. We're not gonna do that today, but I wanna talk about that um, because that's a piece of that course, that's a piece of that activity that you wanna look at is income producing activities or uh, revenue generating activities and then non-revenue generating activities. Very important for business that we do both of these, but also very important to know what side of the line you're on as you're, especially if you're in sales, and, and I say if you're in sales, everybody listening to this is in sales. Everybody. If you run a business of any kind, you are in sales. If you have children, uh, you, you are in sales. If you speak to people at all, you are in sales. Either you're being sold or, or you're, you're doing the selling. So it's, it's, it's well that you need to be, um, it, it's, it's, it's good for you to be well-defined on exactly what you're doing on generating your revenue each and every month and breaking it down into your daily activities. By having your activities defined in each one of these areas, your your confidence level is going to increase and you're gonna know what you're doing, when you're doing it, and both those activities, non-income and income, both those activities are, are really necessary for you to take and block out. So make sure you're blocking out the time and that this will allow you to get through each day and be more productive and more effective. So here's what happens when 
when you're not increasing your business uh, by establishing new, new customers or gaining uh, more and greater relationships with your existing customers, getting referrals, when you're, um, when you're off, it's like not showing up for conditioning or practice. And I, I talk about, you know, in, in one of my courses, I talk about working out. I talk about practicing. I talk about the experience that I had as a runner many years ago in high school and college and how important it was for me to show up every single day for practice to make sure that I had my conditioning in because even though I didn't like necessarily a lot of days, I just did not feel like doing it. And this is what's going to happen to you. You know, there's a lot of days you just don't feel like showing up for conditioning, but we have to anyway because that's what creates that habit and that focus and causes us to be more effective. So when we're not conditioning, when, we're, when we've got the lines blurred between what's a income-producing activity and what's a non-income-producing activity, here's what happens. Guilt sets in because you are violating your own commitment to yourself to do the things that you should be doing. And you simply feel the, <clears throat> the pain of lower productivity because you're ignoring the one thing that you should be doing. So if we're out here spending a lot of our time on uh, activity that's not producing any income, then guilt's going to set in and we're going to have a challenge with that. And we're going to have to come back to the center point again and really analyze and take a look at why are we not productive? What's going on here? So there's some ways to condition the mind. One of the things that I have always done is I make sure that I'm designing my day the day before the day arrives. So before I go to bed each night, I make sure I have a plan. I have a design for the next day. I know what's going on. I know where I'm going to be. I know what what appointments I have. I know what production I'm going to be doing. I know the phone calls that I have, the time that I'm going to be spending, you know, getting back to people on emails, the time that I'm, I'm going to be spending doing some administration type of work. The time that I'm going to be spending in my meditation, time I'm going to be spending in yoga, the time I'm going to be spending in, in doing my workouts or riding my bike or going for a walk, uh, the time that I'm going to be spending in, in those non-income producing activities and eating and, you know, that type of thing. So many business people really um, mess up on this. And this is a really incredible thing that I see happening is people come into their day, the day arrives, they have no plan, and suddenly, you know, their day's out of control. So what happens is, is that your day starts to run you as opposed to you running your day. And I know you've heard that before. You run your day. Don't let your day run you. And so the night before, and be serious about this, because really serious business professionals, they design their day even a full week in advance. They know what's going on next Friday at one o'clock. They know what's going on uh, each and every day for the week. And Sunday night, they have that put in place. But for now, if you haven't been doing this at all, just do it the night before. It'll make a big, huge difference for you. And uh, we're gonna take a brief break and we'll be right back with more information about how you can take, I got, I got a handful of other things that you can be doing to boost your income uh, by several percentage points a month if you'll just implement these key ideas. We'll be right back.
All right, we're back. I want to talk more about this concept of being effective and how to, you know, we just got off the, the first one here, which is planning and being organized and being ready for the day when the day starts so that you're actually running your day instead of your day running you. A second key component, this is something, these, these six items that I run into are items that I see people failing at daily that can become more effective if they would just focus on a few of these key areas. Treat your business like a business. It's not a hobby or a part-time gig. Even if it is, during the time that you're working it, it is your business and that you perform, that you do as if it's everything, as if that's all you do. Every business I've ever done, and I've done a lot of businesses. Um, I've done more than one business at a time many times, but other people don't really know that because... I focus on the customer, the prospect, the business, 100% attention while I'm doing it. You wanna make sure that you're committing 100% of your time doing the business that you're doing. And I'm telling you, this is gonna be a big one for you. So focus on, on treating your business like a business. Next, identify with failing. Identify with it in a way that you know how it makes you feel. Identify with it in a way with, you know, okay, what could I have done better to not fail? Or what did I say? Or what did I not say? Or what can I do to be better at this? What this does is it helps with your mental and emotional stability by understanding that you're going to have the ability to fail. You're going to, you're going to fail. And and that's going to happen from time to time to time. Nobody is perfect. And we're always going to have situations come up. So there's always going to be that. Once we embrace the concept of identifying with failing, then what happens is, and recognize that it's probably never going to go away, you're just going to get better at dealing with it. And you're going to get better at having less of it hit you because you're not even going to see failing as failing anymore. You're just going to see it as a an opportunity to come back with something or to learn to another area. Another key area that I, I want you to get good at is focusing on your own self-image, your own self-esteem. And there's a lot of ways to do that. I'm only going to highlight this for today. I want you to take some time, go in uh, and, and really just Google self-esteem, Google self-image. How can I improve my self-image? How can I improve my self-esteem? And start reading up on it. What are some things that I can do to create daily habits to cause my self-esteem to go up? But always do your best to not listen to what other people think about you or have to say about you. Yeah, it's important to take criticism and look at it and, and make improvements, but there's always going to be people who just simply don't like you. And what happens so many times is that this creates an emotional setback for people and it causes them to go into some fear. But as you build your self-image and your self-esteem and you, and you keep this going and, and be able to reflect on that as these circumstances arise, you're going to find yourself overcoming and not worrying about what, the, what other people have to say. In fact, you'll probably start enjoying what other people have to say as long as you're not too smirky about it. You can just you know be kind and, and go away with thank you very much. Um, Another thing that I find people in business to become more effective miss on is they miss on staying up with the competition. So a big, big deal for me is, is I spend time uh, always learning about the competition. If I have a customer that I want to get and I'm not getting them and they're working with another company, 
I'm going to find out what it is about the other company that they're working with that they like, and I'm going to find out what are some of the things that they don't like. What are some of the things that they are not doing for you? And this will allow you an opportunity to get in there where the competition is missing. Believe me, every, every company that I've ever gone up against has holes. You have holes, I have holes, we all have holes. And it's an opportunity if you learn how to work through this process of getting to know what the competition is about and somebody particularly how they feel about the company they're working with, that is an opportunity for you to get the prospect or a company into an area that you can pin down and begin to help understand how you could shine or you could be better than them in that area. For example, uh, my father opened a gas station when I was um, seven years old, six or seven, I think I was six years old actually, he opened this gas station and it was in a very small town, only 2,000 people. There were already five other gas stations inside the town, plus two more on the outskirts of the city a few, few miles out. And we uh, opened a sixth gas station. And that, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, how, why, why would that town of 2,000 people need another gas station? I don't know, but I know this. In a matter of a year and a half or two years, and we're talking about 1972, 1973 when this started, he went through uh, also the major gas crisis that happened when half, literally half, of the service stations around America shut down. And that's when he was actually building his business in the first couple of years. And as a result of his persistency and as a result of understanding what the competition was doing or not doing, um, that's where he became highly effective and gaining a lot of customers and a lot of people who wanted to work with or come in uh, to our gas station versus somebody else. Another key thing that you're going to want to do, and I'm going to wrap it up with this, is a point, this is a point that I think is um, super intelligent to build your business and, and become more effective um, yourself and your business. And it's critical because... If you don't journal every day, so it's journaling every single day, journal every day at the end of each day, maybe throughout the day, write down the good, the bad, the ugly, um, the, 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 you know, to be successful, you have to analyze yourself on a regular basis. And I would look at my business, I'm writing down people that I met during the day, how I felt about them whether I felt like that was somebody that I wanted to do business with. So I have names in my journal. I have referrals in my journal. Everything that you can think of. And then also, if you would do this, you're going to be a miles ahead of everybody else, is rate yourself each day on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being poor, 10 being highly effective. Rate yourself. Would you give yourself a 9, a 7, a 10? And why would you give yourself that? And if you gave yourself a seven, what would you need to do differently to have attained a 10? And if you start doing this, your effectiveness will go up major, big time. And each one of these areas, if all that happened was you got an extra five or 10% effectiveness from these six areas that I mentioned today, and they're not the only ones, they're just ones that I've identified uh, that I found have, you know, and they're probably not the only ones that I could identify to work with. But in this journal, 
And I know that I'd done this for, oh my gosh, so many years. In fact, I was 13 years old when I had a gentleman running a business that was coaching me a little bit about how to build my lawn mowing business. And one of the things that he said is you got to get a calendar and a journal. And if I were you, I'd get one of those big calendar journals so you could write on the calendar, you know, what you got going on, blocking out your business, and then journal at the end of each day the good, the bad, and the different, and the, or the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and determine, you know, where you could be a, bit, a little bit better. And this concept really, really improved my effectiveness. More than 5 or 10% a month. We're talking pretty dramatic. And that's, I think, why I was able to double my business uh, every year for three years going until I had more business than I could handle. So being effective is, um, it's not a difficult thing to do. Um, it's, it's really not as difficult as we might think. I've gone over six items here, f- finishing up with journaling your day, starting off with knowing what activities you're going to be doing each and every day, whether they're income or non-income producing, uh, treating your business like a business, preparing to succeed, and embracing and identifying with the failings that you have. And by embracing it, you're giving yourself a chance to overcome those failings. Um, by being in tune with your self-image and self-esteem and by staying up with the competition. So those six key items are a, are, are a way for us to be more effective each and every day. And I hope this have been, has been of service to you. Always you can go to mattlevittonline.com, sign up for free stuff. And I encourage you to you know like us on Facebook and go to our social media and let us know if there's anything else that you would like to hear about We always appreciate your feedback and comments. Thanks for joining.